Okay. Well, hello everybody. Obviously, this release is out of sequence, and there's a real good reason. Today is the one-year anniversary of our podcast. Woo! And right now we have the youth contingent with us here. So we have Bryce and Melanie and Owen. Owen. Yeah. So, guys, we are one year and 80-something episodes in. It's been a pretty eventful year, would you say? Definitely. <laughs> yep. Why'd you just shift into um, a gouch bar? I have no oh. idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so, obviously a year ago you guys all started with absolutely no idea what was coming down the pike. Squeaky voices. Yes. Well, that that's another whole thing, you know. Hello, sir. How are you doing? And... You guys, uh, now what did you guys think was coming, you know, for you when you first started that first level character way back a year ago? So when I made my backstory, I put in a whole lot of words that tried to say that I was, like, the son of a noble, but a no one, really, in the grand scheme of things. And he's like, oh, you're the son of someone important. I'm like, wait, no, stop. Yeah, how well did that work out for you? <laughs> I'm like, I'm a nobody. And he's like, nope. Surprise. That's the rule, though. Once you give me your backstory, it's mine. Okay, how about you, Owen? What, 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 uh, what were you looking for when we uh, first started a year ago? I didn't really have a good idea of what kind of a character I wanted to play. I knew I wanted to play a wild sorcerer, but I didn't really know how to really shape that into the story or anything like that. So I was just kind of like, okay, let's go with a simple farmer backstory. And then, oh, I know I'll have, uh, I'll be playing with my sister and then I'll get kidnapped and, uh, and you have a super creepy backstory. Super creepy backstory that turned more creepy during the actual play. Uh, but the play, oh, of the gameplay. Game. I was like the play, Act <laughs> um, Two. But the, I I really like where all of our characters are going. I feel like we're really developing well, except and for no one. No one. You don't know anything about no one. Now we begin a few little hints about Sorry, it, we yeah. don't know nothing about no one. Yeah, well, actually, back to you, Bryce. No Obviously, your character's backstory is coming out with a vengeance all of a sudden. Yeah. Are, are you enjoying uh, your return to Port of Magnum? I am. Sure. <laughs> I am. This is wonderful. Oh, it's only going to get better, too. Oh, good. Oh, it's only oh. going to get better. Because yeah. I've been talking with him, because I'm like, hey, I'm not really prepared for this. And then he's like, oh... Well, this is going to happen. I'm like, dang. <laughs> and he's like, oh, and this. And I'm like, dang. dang. This is not what I want to have happen at all. And he's like, too bad. It's my story. And I'm like, oh. Dang. Are there any random wishing rings I can just grab and teleport across the kingdom to? <laughs> Sorry. You came up with this backstory. You get to live with it. I mean, you came up with this backstory. No, you came up with this backstory. I just turned it into this worst nightmare you've ever had. Now, Yay! <laughs> now uh, Melanie, obviously you have been able to jump in when we've had people out, and you've joined us for uh, Jade Claw, 
and now for the Dragonborn episode. Um, tell us about your introduction to the game. Well, um, it started when you started the podcast, and I was like, wow, that's really cool. I want to do it, but not really, because I'm scared and not that good. Well, it turns out that you were wrong on half of those. Yeah, she's more chaotic neutral. <laughs> so, um, Melanie, how, how did you feel when you got the call up and when we were uh, short a uh, player and we needed one more on the, on, the, uh, on the cast? I'll be right there. Let me grab my dice and my drink and scoot up to the table. So, anyways, guys, obviously we've had a year of changes a year of development a year of uh, people's backstories coming out a year of challenges and a year of successes and failures so what has been your favorite part of this entire year in the first year here owen my favorite moment was actually seeing danya again after we had assumed that she died, just uh, getting, I don't know, getting like an emotional attachment to just an NPC in a role-playing game. I, I really, really liked that, just her popping out of seemingly nowhere. I, I think Jessie was kind of of the same uh, mind. I remember her, when I Danya showed up and said, there you are. And she goes, is that? <laughs> <laughs> and how about you, Melanie? What was, what was the best part of this whole first year? Obviously, you didn't have a big part of it, but you had a little part of it. Actually getting to play with people. It was fun. And Bryce, what was your best, your favorite part? My favorite part of this whole thing um, was the, like, self-fight we had with the Obsidian mm -hmm. Mirror Wall. Although we had to, like, not do it because it... So when we did my, like, character introduction episode... I talked for like five minutes about that fight, but then we had to cut it because it came out before it, and that made me sad. But yeah, I had so much fun fighting ourselves, and I would have had so much more fun if we were like full health, walking in there, like full spell slots and everything. It would have been amazing. And long. And I would have liked to do it again, because I'm like already fighting myself in my mind. That sounds like, extra sounds like a problem. <laughs> Now, how about your characters' backstories coming out? Obviously, Owen, you were the first one to have their backstory mm -hmm. revealed. And I remember when I announced that you guys had found the shack in the desert and a guy came out in a turquoise robe and a tiger mask. I looked over and you were just staring forward like someone hit you in the forehead with what? a hammer. Didn't you say something like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, I, sure I remember, oh, no. no. Uh, I wasn't really, uh, thinking that my backstory would be the one to come out, like, first. Like, almost to completion. Um, almost? Well, the first time around. I'm not telling you everything. <laughs> um, I was, I was really shocked because I didn't know how my backstory would, uh, intertwine with the rest of the story, and, uh, I was actually just really shocked to see that my backstory was the first one to come out but other than that um i think it's provided some great story elements as well as um 
some dumb jokes by Matt and Drew. Jokes that are dumb or jokes that you're dumb? <laughs> uh, see all of the above. <laughs> you're dumb. And Melanie, um, obviously you haven't had a backstory come out because you've been playing the accessory characters. Which of the accessory characters would you like to play more? Would you like to go back to the tabaxi? I would or like... would you like to go back to the dragonborn? I would like to go back to the tabaxi. Oh, that's unfortunate. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Bryce, your backstory is just coming to the fore here. How did, how did you like it when your backstory came out? So, first of all, um, one of the things that's been pretty interesting is Drew's reaction to my backstory coming forth has always been great because he's like, why are people calling you different names? But because he like actually understands that like we can't like be just acting out in the middle of nowhere, he just like silently looks at me with like visible confusion and it's pretty great. And then now that like we're encountering my earlier life for the second time, and everyone, all of the other characters who thought they knew me well enough are now like, what the heck, this guy just like ordered an archbishop around? What's going on? What? I thought we asked him all the questions, but really we didn't. That's also been interesting. But personally, my favorite part of my backstory was like not even being in character at all. It was was working with the dungeon master, fleshing out how like the city of Portum Magnum was laid out, how the aristocracy worked. And, like, I was influencing all of these things because I was the one who, like, made it all up when I was talking about it. Yeah, uh, when we first started out, I had all the cities on a map, but I really didn't know much about the cities. And then all of you guys in your backstories kind of fleshed out the map for me. Um, I got to admit for Portum Magnum that I knew it was a city on a bunch of tiers. And that was about it. But that was as far as it went. And then when Bryce came to me with the story about how he got the nobles there, it just, you know, put the light bulb on. And, oh, yeah. So the nobles live in the first tier. And then da-da-da-da-da all the way down to the poor little peasants on the bottom tier. Actually, how it first started was the nobles lived on the eighth tier and the peasants on the first yeah. tier. But, that but then I... No, no. What happened was I made a mistake and said that the nobles lived in the first tier, so you had to roll with it. Actually, I was already thinking that way as well, so that's... But I yeah. put it in stone. Yeah. So yeah, it's just like the bits of influence I have over like, oh yeah, my character knows this, it's like that. Yeah, well all of you have, have done it, so yeah. I, I wasn't planning on putting Dragonborn and Tiflings in either, but then all of a sudden Matt and Drew decided to bring those in and we had to come with a whole story reason. Anyway, so uh, real quick before we wrap up here, what are you guys looking forward to in the next year. Owen. I'm really looking forward to kicking the lowell's butt. You think that's going to be in the next year? Could oh, be. Yeah. Could be. That's mighty aggressive. You've already found his phylactery. So now the question is, what? how are you going to go and get after him? So, now yeah. the question is, what are the other seven locations we saw? Yeah. And Melanie, what are you looking forward to doing in the next year? Playing more. Uh, the uh, Dragonborn, right? Sure. <laughs> and Bryce, what, what are you looking forward to in this next year? So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting seeing where some of the lines in the... Hold on, Prophet Group. 
Prophecy. Prophecy? Seeing where some of the lines in the prophecy will take us. Um, because, yeah, some of those places sound pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm another pretty sure thing, one of them's a Club Med. Another thing that I think will be fun is, because I've talked about it enough, and it will probably be to the party's detriment, I'm really interested in possibly seeing another obsidian wall where we're at full health, because that'll be fun. I really want to, I really want to, like, hit myself in the face really hard we'll with, see like, we can, all my spell slots. We'll, we'll see if we can arrange that. Bang, bang, but anyways, bang, bang. Okay, very good. Well, thank you for joining us here, and we will uh, go and talk to the old-timers next and see what they have to say. Okay. So now I've got a quick minute here to sit down with another couple of our players. I've got Matt and Jesse here. And Matt, you play... No one. And Jesse? Adri. Yes. And um, can you guys believe that it's been an entire year since we started doing this? I mean, obviously it's been more than a year since we started doing this. Yeah, it, I was just going to say A year has. since we started, uh, started <laughs> publishing. Well, um, it seems like a lot longer, though. Yeah. But yeah, it uh, a lot, lot, lot has happened in that time. Are are you guys? Uh, what's what's the most um, interesting thing that's happened to the group uh, while we've been a part of it? What do you, what do you think, Jesse? I was thinking that one of my favorite sessions that we did was when we had to fight our evil selves. Mm -hmm. That was my, yeah. one of my favorite things that we've done. <laughs> Even though you were going to sandbag that whole thing, <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> And then, and then and then Bryce got going. I'm gonna kick the living dance on myself. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone started getting into it, which is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I had mixed feelings about that. Drew mm -hmm. kept attacking my character and not yeah, his that own was, evil that was self. Weird, but yeah. you know, it's okay. <laughs> I'll get him. <laughs> well, no, there's the evil Drew that kept doing it. So you have to get. Him. Well, actually, you did get him, but yeah, it doesn't matter. No one doesn't forget. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite thing, Matt? Yeah. Oh, so many to choose from. I really liked when Adri got melted like three times by the black dragon. Oh, yeah. That, that was, was fun. Interesting. That was good. <laughs> you know, go to the adventurer's store, pick up a ladle and sponge. That was nice. Um, those are the type of surprise things that I like. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. So now, um, obviously, we have come a long way in this last year uh, when you guys started the whole thing out uh, everyone was just kind of a bunch of lost lambs really uh, meeting up in Lowford and here we are a year later and you guys have identified the big baddie essentially and uh, you've got maybe some idea of uh, the direction you have to go um, look back over this year and 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 what are your kind of your reflections about the whole journey that the group has been on and, and where you've gone uh, so far in it. I think we've uh, fleshed out our characters a lot more. Um, I mean, this was first D&D &D anything I've done. Mm -hmm. um, except for like MMORPGs, but that doesn't count. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, as, as far as like as a group of players too, I feel like we've transformed and become better at the game um, but yeah, our characters seem more interesting now than they were at the beginning. Mm, you know, people are doing a better job at playing their character versus mm -hmm. playing themselves as 
being represented by the character. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it, it's hard, you know, to be, let's say, someone who's pretty, pretty bright to have to play a character that has, you know, an eight intelligence. How do you, uh, you have to, you have to play dumb. And that can be a little interesting. Not, not that no one's dumb by any means, but, uh, but those are the type of challenges that I think that are coming in now. But yeah, it, it is difficult to, uh, to work in those constraints. Yeah, separate uh, your, yeah. your, what your knowledge from the, the character's knowledge it's, can be. Yeah, here's this bright idea that my character couldn't possibly have. What am I yeah, thinking? Yeah, exactly. Or, or like, I know what that monster is, but yeah. the player doesn't know what the monster is. So. Or, yeah. or I'm going to attack, do a, a very stupid attack. but Go with the white dragon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That... Yeah, that was fun. Matt, Matt, Matt that. knew that that was a dumb thing, yeah, but, but the character yeah. didn't, so... Yeah. made perfect sense yeah. to someone with an IQ of 50, so mm -hmm. there we are. <laughs> Although it is easier to play a character that is less capable than you, because you just have to kind of downgrade, whereas, you know, compared to, say, you have a character who has a magnificent charisma and is supposed to be this fabulous spokesperson... And you can't string three words together, in which case, you know, it's, yeah. it's yeah. kind of a little more or, difficult. Or how do you play a genius? You're like, I have no idea how Einstein or it, yeah. thinks, yeah. you know? But yeah. So now, um, where do you think the, the storyline is going from here? Because obviously you guys have uh, found the big bad guy and actually seem to have possession of something that might be able to cripple him. Mm -hmm. Um, but where, where things are going here? Things will go west. Since it's the Wicked Witch of the West. Oh, I just made that I up. mean, his tower was in the west, right? Yeah. So and works. you guys are all the way in the eastern part of the kingdom, so everything has to go west <laughs> from here, kind of the only Thank you, you for go. killing my Oz homage right there. Thank <laughs> you for that. supported it. Yeah, thank evidence. you, thank you. But, uh, no, it's interesting. We've got to deal with, uh, you know... The homecoming there, of course, no one is just completely bored already. Yeah, and based on the uh, what the oracle had recited to <clears> us, <throat> we kind of had some uh, thoughts that we've already discussed. I think in episodes of where mm -hmm. we might go in the future, and some like maybe the Underdark or see the dwarves. Like, we're already the on the way to the we've dwarves. We've seen the yes. entrance to the Underdark. When? When we were getting the phylactery, remember there was something that was a tunnel to the Underdark. Yeah. Was that what that was? Did yeah. I totally not catch that? Had, had dwarf, uh, drawish runes on it. Oh, I'm it. so sorry. Yeah. I did not catch that at all. And you did not want to go <laughs> you, down there at all? You had PTSD. That's okay. I just, I just blocked it out of exactly. my Exactly. Yes. Immediately shut down. <laughs> um, spider's yeah. bad. Spider's bad. Spider's bad. Spider's bad. Spider's bad. Folks, that's what we call failing our passive perception. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'm excited to see what other locations we go to, kind of. We've only really been. What in, other uh, kind of nasties in we this can realm? Do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so far you guys have uh, hit up three of the five main cities. You've kind of brushed by Koleska going both directions, and um, then uh, yeah, we'll have to. You have yet to get in there or Faramond, so we'll see if the storyline goes that direction. Yeah. Or to the snowy peaked mountains. Yeah. Isn't that's, that what we're on our way to? We yeah, just, but then we now just we got stuff. We saw got, the, yeah, the army. We've got drama we have to deal with. <laughs> it does seem to get in the way. But yeah. Speaking of that, you guys have had backstories pop out all over the place. What, yeah. What's been the most interesting one that has popped out so far? 
I am very confused by Drews, <laughs> by Gervals. I want to know more. I, I want to know what, why he wants to go to the mountain so badly. At one point, he's like trying to uh, become best friends with an evil black dragon, then drooling in a mindless fashion before some other dragon. So if there's dragons, he's basically out. We just need to give him a, a set of, uh, <laughs> you know, building blocks and... And let us take care of business. Yeah. So that's probably the one we want to see the most pop up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to. I'm. I'm curious about that one. And then the visions that no one had being. Uh, yeah. Was it? What's going on there? Yeah. Dynex, so, you know, that's very interesting. Um, of course, of course. Ancestrally, you know, a, a devil could very well appear however they wanted. So I'm not even convinced it's Dynek. It could just be a ruse. So uh, suspicious. <laughs> you grow up in the wilderness. But, uh, yeah, we'll just have to see. Yeah. What's, what is the other things that you're most interested in seeing happen in this next year? Obviously, Drew's backstory is top of the list, but what else is, is interesting there? I think the new locales. Mm -hmm. the, and we, we had this elf following you for a while. Yeah, yeah. That, I don't know what happened there. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know whether was there like something that I didn't know happened, but you know, uh, no one doesn't like suspicious folks. I'm just saying. <laughs> but for the next year, I, I'm interested in seeing what other places we go to because we've pretty much just been in this kingdom, out in the woods a bit with the elves. But yeah, we'll have to see. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. Well, real good. Well, thank you very much for uh, stopping in and visiting us here. Of course. And uh, we'll have no to one. see. Yeah. We'll have to see what's gonna oh, happen right. with you guys in this next year. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> okay, and now finally, I'm sitting down with Drew, who plays... Guernval, the fighter cleric. Yes, and um, we've been talking with the other groups. We had uh, the three younger members of the team, and then talked with Matt and Jesse a little while ago. And can you believe it's been a year that we've been publishing this podcast? Actually, no, it's just, it didn't seem like it. Um, At the same time, it seems like a lot longer, the same, you know, yeah. the same. Because, of course, we started recording like a year and a half ago. Yeah, but as life is, and I think what podcasts never really touch on is that it, it's it's easy to listen to them and say, oh, there's 183 episodes. But the time in between each episode is completely unknown. Yeah. So, yeah, so looking back, um, obviously, a lot has happened in this year. Uh, you guys came together as kind of a ragtag group of misfits, and you're now have traveled across pretty much the length and breadth of the kingdom, and had an awful lot of stuff happen to you guys. Yeah, but it's funny. At the same time, I wouldn't say we're not still a ragtag. Um, we're certainly a group of misfits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Definitely misfits that are uh, not out of any sense of loyalty. I think it's more out of a we're all stuck in this thing. Um, and I mean, maybe maybe I'm misreading the group, but it's like I can't think of any two people that they would call each other friends. No one in Guerinval, certainly not. Um, Guerinval and uh, our paladin friend would be more of work buddies. Yeah, Alistair. You know, on our previous interview, we said Alistair, you know, kind of gave Guerinval purchase, but that we haven't seen any sort of progression since he got that purpose as a cleric, and. Uh, Adri very much stays as much to herself as uh, no one does. So, and Arlen is just, uh, I, 
Arlen is just out there. <laughs> Everybody group has that one character, and that's ours. Arlen is the guy that's out there. Yeah. Now, um, obviously, the storyline has progressed quite a bit. You guys started out knowing nothing, and at this point in time, you guys uh, know who the big baddie is and have maybe an inkling of how to stop him, maybe? I don't know if it's an inkling, to be honest. Um, I think one of the challenges of this group that I found as a player is that, you know, we have a good, solid group. You know, two monks, a fighter, a cleric, a paladin, and then uh, our resident sorcerer. But at the same time, they're a clueless bunch. And um, we know who it is. We know what it is in terms of, like, I think everybody knows what a lich is. You know, mm-hmm. it's one of the most famous things in D&D. And we have this... Uh, one of his items now. Yeah, it's Flactory, yeah. Yeah, but uh, it, it sometimes it, I really, and it's actually, I do, I do enjoy this part. It's very much though, it's like, okay, we we don't really know, what do we do next? Well, let's just go to the next piece of the puzzle. But it, it's, it weighs on everybody, and I, I feel it every time we play. It's more like a, okay, step <laughs> four, insert section A into pod, which one's pod 3B? <laughs> pod 3B, anyone? I mean, that's what it feels like. So, and it's great because that, if you really think about it, these guys have only still only been a couple months. Yeah, they're familiar with each other's skills, but they're still strangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, um, what has been the best part of this whole last year? Obviously, an awful lot has happened. What, what, what has been your favorite thing that's happened over this last year? As an accomplishment, or just as as entertainment, or even just an event that happened in the in the uh, podcast, or, or um, I think the, the I think my favorite thing was the revealment of Lowell um, in the arena with the illusions and all that. I think that was my favorite. But as far as the the story goes, but I think just as a, as interaction goes, I you know not to toot my own horn or toot Matt's horn, but just the the interplay between Gurnval and Noan has been so barbed <laughs> and, and uh when i first started the campaign i thought i could see no one in gornval being friends because they're the two way outcasts because we mm-hmm. hadn't had adrian bill yet but now i mean just from the start it's just they butted heads left and right and i think it's great because if you have a team that just gets along all the time what fun is that yeah so in that part of it i like that byplay yeah they're either going to kill each other or get married one of yeah. the two and then and of course and then the other thing is is uh is Alistair played by your son? He try. He doesn't do it on purpose, but just the uh, the good cleric who is so good he misses almost everything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like okay, we went over. Okay, it's layups right there. Yep. Crickets from Alistair, <laughs> and it's like it's like, and I know that listeners are like, is this guy really that clueless? I'm like, it's just Alistair. Yeah. He plays that part well. Yeah. Now, um, obviously, we've had a couple of backstories that have come out so far. What What has been your favorite backstory coming out? Um, you know, we've seen Arlen's reveal. We've seen Adri's reveal. Um, we've seen now, all of a sudden, we've got a glimpse into uh, into uh, the you know backstory with Alistair. Or is it Cotter now? <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. I You know, it's funny. I really have to say, and, and I really have given a lot of thought. So... We haven't had all the reveals yet, and I have to say, even Adri's isn't a reveal yet. It was just a reveal that she was a dark elf, yeah, or half a dark elf rather. Excuse yes. me. And um, I think of all of them, including my own, we haven't really dipped into the backstories. We just had that dun 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 moment. Yeah, I am 
dying to see where you take the story with the dark elves because i think because i i love the well, you i may love, not want to phrase it that way what <laughs> dying <laughs> it's possible but that that's just it because mm -hmm. in um they do use poison you know yes they use, oh yes trust me i do know i've recently completed a campaign where that i'd lead other people and that had a lot of dark elves in it but um yeah they just the political subterfuge and the backstabbing and all of that I just, I'm really, really interested in seeing how you play that out. And um, I won't say I'm ambivalent toward the Cotter Alistair storyline, but it's hard to get into it right now because he is so tight lipped. Yeah. No one has said more, and he says next to nothing. So, but, but except until, until we had revealed uh, um, our resident female monk's yeah. backstory, it was actually a, a, a sorceress. That one got me. That Arlen's was the one I was really interested in. It's like, oh, somebody got injected with sorcerer powers. Yeah. That's interesting. And I'm wondering if there's still more to it than that because, yeah, he had that in. He's learning the powers. And maybe it's that simple and that's great, but it feels like there's going to be more to it. Like, yeah. he wore the tiger mask. Why? Yeah. He was out in the fort. I mean, I understand he was out where he was at. And doing these and doing these scientific experimentations, but why? Yeah. We never answered why. We just know he was there. And then if you follow the story with the backs, and we know there was more to it because there was something else there that the other group had missed. So all the you know, it just opens up more and more questions. So I'm that, again, there's such an unlikely flavor character that I'm, uh, they're all kind of exciting in their own ways. But yeah. my favorite right now, just because of the political intrigue possible to it, is the Dark Elf. Yeah. Now, um, any other events you're looking forward to uh, seeing in the next year? I mean, obviously, we've come a long way as we've gone from knowing nothing to knowing who the bad guy is and maybe how to defeat him. Well, you know, as a player, I have to tell you, I was really admit that we got the phylactery that easily. And now that we have it, I'm waiting to see where the... Uh, it's like waiting that second shoot to drop. Yeah. So I'm waiting to see what that is. And, I, and it's... I think if any other player says they're not worried about it, they're lying, or they just don't understand the sheer scope of what it is we really have. Um, as a player, I understand. As a... I'm sorry, I phrase that. As the player who plays Gernval, I understand. Gernval doesn't understand either. Mm -hmm. So I'm really waiting for that second shoe to drop. That's that's the big one. And then, of course, I can't wait to see what we do with my own backstory because I basically gave you an open check <laughs> to do whatever you wanted. And, and we've already seen a couple of hits there. And yes, yeah. I think I'm, everybody's I'm, uh, interested to see what's going to happen. Yeah, including myself. I'm really interested to see what happens there. Very good. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun in the... Uh, I think like most players, I'm really because we're just now beginning to tap into the mid to higher levels. You know, because now we just hit as of the last podcast seven. Mm -hmm. So I'm really looking looking forward to seeing what happens between the levels seven and say ten. You know, and how what happens when all these classes start really beginning to unlock their potential. Yeah, because I think it takes about level seven when you really start to see, hey, okay, there's some stuff coming down the pike soon. Yeah, well, certainly at level five you start really blossoming into the power, yeah. and then yeah, it just it keeps jumping up. By, by five, you should have a direction. Yeah, very good. And by ten, you're like, okay, it's time to really get the starters. Okay, well, thanks for stopping by, and uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens with this group in the next year. Uh, it clearly, is. like you said, there's another shoe to drop. Yeah, no, no, I just hope we all survive the bank. <laughs> So we'll just have to wait for that until the next episode.
Dungeon Master's Notes. So, what's coming from my desk? Obviously, it's been one year, and I gotta say thank you to all of you who have stuck with us and enjoyed the show. I'm hoping that uh, this next year goes as well and we provide as many twists and turns and entertainment as we did. And uh, thanks to uh, all the cast members for doing all the hard work they did. Thanks to my wife for letting us have the uh, dining room table every Sunday. It's been really great. So what's the best part of this whole year for me? Um, there have been so many great moments. Um, like I've said in previous Dungeon Master's notes, when Owen's backstory came out for Arlen and he all of a sudden realized that it was right there in front of his face, you really saw the power of the role-playing game. I mean, he was literally just sitting there stunned and couldn't believe what was going on. I thought that uh, Adri's backstory coming out was just really, really well played. Uh, she and the rest of the party played it to a T. Um, it's been so great watching them try to solve the riddle of the Oracle's prophecy. Uh, just to, to sit there and sit back and just watch them work on it has just been fantastic. Um, it's been just a tremendous ride all the way around. And I got to say, really, really proud of the way the group has soldiered on through all of the big hurdles that I've put in their way. And that actually is probably my best part of the entire year. Um, I really lucked out. I got a really fun group of players that play really well together and do a really fantastic job and really couldn't have asked for more. So it's pretty tremendous. Anyway, so what's going to happen in this next year? The party has the Lich's Flactory, or do they? And they think they have a way of maybe destroying it, or do they? As uh, Drew was saying, there's got to be another shoe to drop. So we're just going to have to hold on and find out what happens. It's going to be really interesting. So sit back and hold on and enjoy the ride, because it's going to be crazy in this next year. So once again, thank you all for joining us for this first year of the podcast, and we can only hope for even better things in the next coming year. But for that, we'll have to wait for the next episode. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head. <laughs>